0: Hello and welcome to episode number 227 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike.
1: Hello. How's it going? We did it man, we did it.
0: We've almost done it. (laughs) This is the calm before the storm. Um, This is our last...
1: last, last release of 2020 it is indeed the last regular show
0: um of course we'll have you the have best it. of uh, 2020 special next week which is going to be crazy um it yeah a <laughs> yeah shall we give it a miss now nah, we gotta do oh, it um stuff. but uh yeah and, and we're actually gonna be talking about a little bit of tv this week as well mixing it up um talking about a creep show holiday special um but we'll get to all that good stuff very soon. Um, and also, as well as a little tease for later on after we discuss Creepshow, we also have something else that's very special that we need to talk about on the podcast. Oh, um, oh my God. Something else that happened in the TV world over the past week. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, you'd already seen it. And that's all I'm going to say for now. But it is one of the most hype things of the year. So look forward to that. Um, oh, I can't but, wait. but first, we need to talk about the last news of the year. Um do it. So, yeah, kind of, there's quite a few in here, actually, kind of just to get him in before we obviously go take a break from the news for a few weeks. Um, And yeah, this first one was a a trailer that dropped um, for a movie that I am very much looking looking forward to. Um, I have no idea if it's something that you care about or not yet, but we shall see um a movie called nobody um which of course is uh Ilya nashula's uh next film of course the director of hardcore henry one of my all-time favorite movies um and yeah we kind of we discussed this a couple of times in the news how i kind of oh. discovered it and then it got delayed obviously like everything and then it did get a new release date of february 26 um a few months back and they've they've stuck to this uh, for now um and we did get a first trailer um so obviously you already knew the setup kind of Bob Odenkirk is the lead. Um, basically he is nobody. He is just a regular man. And then he's kind of like pushed to his limit for a series of events. And then this is him Mm. kind of like taking back control of his life. Um, i watched about half the trailer because it's very long it's like a three minute trailer um but uh and i was like getting worried for spoilers um but i really enjoyed it it's kind of it, it is way more grounded than hardcore henry as you'd expect um you know there's still some great looking action in there and some great violence but it's not the crazy spectacle that was hardcore henry um because obviously it is supposed to be this guy who's just a normal dude um but I I think it looks really cool man. I think Bob looks the, looks the part in the film as well. Um yeah. and yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Like w- what do you think about this?
1: Well, it's funny because me me being me mm. um had had forgotten what this well didn't didn't tweak what this movie was, but saw the tra- saw the poster. Right. And saw the poster and was like, "Oh Christ, the bloke from Better Call Saul and this <laughs> this obnoxious poster where he's getting punched in the face." I was like, "No thanks." just clicked (laughs) off it and didn't had no idea that it was this guy's next movie so the movie itself didn't sell me Mm. uh the premise clearly um i had no interest in it seeing the the poster poster
0: definitely
1: (laughs) yeah but then but now knowing knowing that what's behind it i'll definitely be checking at the trailer because i'm i'm pumped for like the the hardcore henry dudes next next film but kind of like i was reading the synopsis kind of briefly and kind of looking at the imdb apart you know not the trailer but just some of the images and stuff and i was kind of like yeah this isn't what i would you know be be jazzed for 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 him to be doing but yeah but yeah like obviously yeah it's it's one of the the kind of seminal movies that we've done for the podcast and so i think kind of anything he puts out as a second feature we would definitely want to watch
0: oh yeah 100% like this has been so many years in the making like it's gonna be nearly mm. five years since Hardcore Henry one mm. of the first movies that we covered and so you know yeah I've been desperate to see this guy do other films um, mm. he's you know he's been very busy in the music world much like our boy Rob um, but yeah like I, I, I completely agree with you that when you first hear about this when you see Bob and the kind of like it's a very generic plot mm. you know setup it just feels like oh, okay this could be fun but it could be made by anyone um, yeah. so I think I'm looking for like, hopefully when we see the movie, like where, where is his flavour gonna come from? Yeah. yeah, because what I what I am also my biggest fear, just to put it on the record, is there is very much a history of foreign filmmakers mm-hmm. coming in being americanized and then putting out something that's pretty generic um i think uh is it pascal Lauga um pascal, is yeah. is very much a victim of that and so many people there's like yeah. s- literally hundreds of guys that you can point to where they make this incredible niche movie in their home country and then when they yeah. get that bigger role it just doesn't
1: work um well that's a problem because already like with this you know um having better call Saul as the act you know main lead but i saw like christopher lloyd is in it and stuff mm. and like a couple of other names and it's kind of like you know I, I i know that we had a name in hardcore henry but but he's a very out there kind of actor anyway and i kind of think mm-hmm. that you know it's um this this feels a bit different and a, and a bit more kind of more mainstream than i thought he would be mm. but yeah, yeah. we will see i'm definitely going to check out the trailer
0: yeah for sure i'm just looking forward to this one um mm.
1: yeah next up kind of this will be a
0: th- i think this is the only one actually in the news um from disney because in the last week disney have had an absolute mad one um and well, what? we're not going to talk about all the disney stuff <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was down <laughs> six hour podcast just on the news um <laughs> no we're not going to talk about that on on air but it was very hyped for us for many different reasons oh, um But the one that is worth mentioning on the podcast, um, and I'm curious what our hype levels are for this one, is that they announced uh, in the past week that Disney is working on a TV series set within the Alien universe. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is for FX and Hulu, and there was a big part of their... um, kind of stream uh, last week mm. talking about their stuff and i think it, it was unclear in the states this is one of actually the weird ones where it was almost applied more to us where they they were talking about adding more r-rated st- or any r-rated stuff to disney plus mm. um that was obviously a big thing that they they said initially like none of that stuff's going to go on there so stuff under their umbrella for example De- deadpool um they were always going to put that on hulu and keep it separate from disney plus obviously we don't have that option in the uk so mm. if you want to watch deadpool it's the traditional outlets you know other streaming platforms or buying the blu-ray its not part of disney in any way um yeah. so they do look to be incorporating that which is great and obviously yeah you'd get like all the alien movies and all that stuff they, mm. they own so many cool licenses in terms of stuff that isn't just you know the, the more adult uh catered stuff um but this is actual original content that we're seeing um so all we know is that the series is set on earth um mm-hmm. in the near future. Um and yeah, there was a quote uh from FX that says, By blending both the timeless horror of the first alien film with the nonstop action of the second, it's gonna be a scary thrill ride that will <laughs> blow people back into their seats. Um, hey guys
1: remember the two (laughs) alien movies that you actually liked we're gonna blend the two
0: yeah (laughs) and i love like that is the one of the best lines of pr i've seen because it 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 Uh... it, like it really it tries so hard to speak to the alien fanboy where it's like no we know that the first movie you guys consider that a horror movie but the second one you consider that an action movie like as they proper nailed it
1: and they're they're also like hey we know that there's fanboys of the original there's fanboys of just the sequel so therefore we want to get Everyone.
0: <laughs> exactly. it's yeah, So very clever. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I'm really...
1: surprised it's not like like Mandalorian. Well, this would be like that but for <laughs> alien. Well
0: they said that for like ten other shows. Um oh, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so... no, we're gonna
1: have to recycle something new here
0: um before we g- briefly get onto our thoughts on this um Ridley Scott is is apparently in talks to come on board as yeah, he <laughs> he's not he's not involved in the project at this time um Noah Hawley is developing the series and it was not a name I was familiar with but he is w- um most well known for basically creating Fargo the tv series um, okay, yeah, which I've not watched and is I really really need to watch it because it's a, I didn't realize it was an anthology show where no. it's like each season has different actors and different characters and i know ewan mcgregor is in season three which i really want to mm-hmm. check out um and i've heard only great things about that show mm. so obviously there's a big deal getting him on board but yeah what is what is your want for an alien tv series set on earth
1: <sighs> i i i don't know i don't know because i think like i don't want to i don't want to poo on something like before it even begins but mm. like i i don't really think earth is where i want an alien mm. show to be or alien the alien franchise to be i think kind of um the thing to me that's unique about alien and why i love kind of the franchise really obviously i love the first two movies but i've had enjoyment out of a hell of a lot and prometheus and all of that stuff and 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 all of all of that good stuff is because it's set off world mm. and that that you've got this kind of you know this fantastical space backdrop with the kind of horror as well and it's something that's a bit different and i feel like just having a a creature feature on earth is something that you can get you know in in a lot of other avenues and so that as an original premise isn't something that gets me super excited and i think kind of alien as an ip at this point i i just you know it's one of those where like it's the same as predator you know that the predator movie that came out you know uh was it two years ago at this point mm-hmm. um we had no hype for, and we just saw it because you know we were you know if if we weren't doing this podcast, we probably wouldn't have seen that movie yeah we're we're both fans of the original predator movies, but it just kind of gets to a point that you get a little bit like fatigued with it and everything else, and I think like this is something that i'm not like thirsty for you know there's been a lot of horror movie um tv announcements this year and yeah i can't say that this is one i'm super hyped for but 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 equally the fact that it's disney behind it with that disney money and and what they've done with their tv so far then that definitely does hype it up more
0: yeah i pretty much agree with all those points i think um yeah. Like the whole set on Earth thing, my biggest mm. question is just like why? Because yeah, for me when I think about Alien, it is obviously the the design of the alien, and then mm. also space. Like those yeah. are the two things that are so. Yeah. What's
1: the tagline of Alien?
0: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm sure they'll come up with some witty thing for this that's like clever. But to, to yeah. me, I'm almost like it. It, it gets me intrigued because I, I'm thinking to myself. Well, there has to be a reason, right? Like the the whole point of making <laughs> this TV show is it, I, they can't have. I, I can't imagine they said to whoever's going to be writing it, like we want an alien show and it has to be set on Earth. Go, do you know what I mean? It's like the surely the premise is what forced this to be set on Earth, and and that is kind of what is intrigued me. But. um Yeah, it's a weird one. And I'm, I completely agree with you of like, there has been so many horror TV show announcements this year. And, you know, they just keep getting delayed and pushed. And obviously, like, like everything, but it's still disappointing. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's not top of my list. Like, I really want to see Child's Play. I'm very curious about the Hellraiser stuff on HBO. Yeah. So, like, there's plenty more horror TV that I am excited for. And like, when this comes, like, this is one of the shows where I'll forget about this now until the trailer yeah. comes out, and then like, w- then I'll see the trailer, basically. <laughs> yeah, know, really and, and like,
1: I will have Disney Plus, and day one when this becomes available, I'll watch it. do You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> like, yeah, if, if it's on know. Disney Plus, we we obviously well, hope it is. Well, um, yeah, that is true um but yeah moving on um it's a shame because we haven't had to report on a good old delay in a while um not on the the, the last one (laughs) the gift that keeps on giving and we're just going to leave this one in 2020 but yeah this is another movie um antlers which obviously was coming out in april this Mm. year that's right a very long time ago it was kind of one of the second or third movies that kind of got delayed due to the pandemic um it recently so ages ago they bumped it to feb uh next year and then kind of right. out of nowhere in the last week that has just disappeared um so this is obviously this is searchlight pictures who are owned by disney are behind this movie um kind of the production company that did ready or not um and mm-hmm. so you know it does seem like it's off the back of the whole disney stuff where it was like oh and by the way antlers just doesn't have a release date anymore
1: um doesn't exist
0: yeah so like i'm hoping that just means that they gearing up for something with it you know of like maybe it's going to get a shadow release or it's going to be put on a streaming service or something but yeah like for now anyway the newest update is that this has just completely disappeared once again mm. um okay which which sucks but uh i think we are getting to a point where hopefully like now the next release date that gets announced is the firm one but who who fucking knows
1: i was gonna um, say i think that's that's how i take away from this is that mm. it's not necessarily a delay we just no. don't know because they Probably could literally that. just be like, oh, we've decided that 1st of January we're going to put some R-rated stuff on and here's mm. a treat, here's a new movie that's R-rated. Yeah. You know, they, you know, it, it's until they say, oh yeah, we've delayed it until November 21. That's when mm. we can get like the the the, the real kind of sigh.
0: Yeah, and this is one that it's like, it's not an IP, it's not got anyone massive in it. It's obviously got Del Toro attached, um, mm. you know, so it's kind of got that going for it. But this isn't like... You know, outside of a very small portion of people that are yeah, really. But he's
1: interested. only like executive producer as well. Yeah. Isn't exactly. he? Like he's mm-hmm. only a name for a poster.
0: Yep. Um, but the movie looked awesome. Like yeah, I've only seen the trailer, trailer once so long ago. And I was like, man, this looks really cool. Um, but yeah, moving on. This next one is, is really interesting regarding a little bit of Resident Evil um, film. Of really course. Cool. Um, yeah, so. Sure. You know, this has been ongoing. We kind of talked about the cast announcements in, in previous news segments. This is the kind of not the TV show. This is the film reboot that's coming. Mm. Um, And he, so apparently um, some, I, I think it's Biohazard cast have kind of, they've uncovered the supposed release date for this film um, because it's, it was on the German Constantine Film website who are like the people that are making it. And yeah. um, the release date is currently set for september 9th 2021 um which yeah who knows what the hell that means but i wanted to put this in here because um there has been a lot of kind of like production stills and i don't know if you've seen any of them floating around on the internet
1: no Um, how many mila djokovitches are in the
0: stills I mean, there's zero mate um yeah because man. <laughs> um. no, like like seeing so there's been so many iconic locations that they've obviously recreated from the games, and then of just okay. like just seeing those images online, like I'm tell you what man, like there's there's starting to get a level of hype from me for this project that I didn't think I had. Um, and I think obviously the cast announcement was great because there were so many people in there that we really enjoyed. Um, but, but seeing those images, like the mansion they've recreated and like the nursery and, and there's like, they're pulling stuff from like the first free games, it looks like as well. And I don't know, man, there's something about this where it's like, if they can somehow pull that off, the level of like nostalgia and love that that will get from yeah. us, where it's like the original if, Resident if they, Evil trilogy as a, mo- as a they, good film. My if God, they, yeah!
1: <laughs> if they hit eighty percent mm. of the original game, it could be one of my favourite movies of the year.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, the, like it's like it, it could easily miss. Like, like,
1: they, yeah, but like they, even, like they haven't even got to like perfectly nail it. Yeah, if hmm. they got to like 75 percent. That would be enough. Like even if they got to fifty percent, it would mm-hmm. probably still be a glowing review. Like yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, like it, it could be hype.
0: Yeah, that's what I just think is so exciting for this. Is like we obviously enjoyed parts of the of the previous Resident Evil films and all that stuff, but it was always with like you always had to have that caveat of like, okay, this is just completely separate. Whereas this feels like for the first time is like, oh my yeah. god, they're doing Resident Evil on the big screen. That um
1: That first that first Resident Evil movie special still, bro.
0: Oh yeah, it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's like seeing the Spencer Mansion and mm. seeing yeah, yeah. Chris and Jill and Wesker. Yeah, it's all what we've
1: all—it's what we've all wanted. You know, yeah, we
0: wanted the... this for twenty-five years now. Yeah. Like so, yeah. and and so I I'm. Yeah, I agree with you. Of like, if they can somehow pull this off, for us, this is like a movie of the year contender because it's like, we are going to fucking love this if they are able to pull it off. Yeah, I will back think... that shit up. If, yeah, if, like... if,
1: they, if they say Jill Sandwich in the movie, then <laughs> it's already a 10 out of 10. I
0: think that's the level of like fan service they're aiming for. Like, even over the past week, Robbie Emil, who's playing Chris Redfield, he kind of teased on his Instagram, there's a picture of Chris's iconic handgun, the kind of magnum, nice. the samurai edge, yeah. up yeah. against three herb plants, the red and the green right. and the yellow or uh or the blue and it was just like okay they get it man like this is clearly from a place of love right um, if
1: they have stuff like herbs in the game as that's well what i'm and saying they, like, yeah. like i i want them to do the arm animations when they talk to each other you know i, I want that.
0: <laughs> like obviously it's great to see it when it's proper because obviously mm-hmm. set set production photos are what they are they're never that interesting but like i think you would have the same reaction that i had of like just seeing those images of dead locations with no characters poorly lit shot with you know taken with people's iphones from a distance and i was like oh my god this looks so good (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i cannot wait um yeah, next up is it's just a very small update, and it's always nice to see movies getting through production at the minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah! Up. Yeah, we discussed a few weeks ago how Scream. I say um,
1: I was buzzed about the Resident Evil stuff just to hear that that movie does actually exist and there's sets. Yeah, like, wow, wow, <laughs> wow, this is a thing, you know? Yeah, so yeah any any time that a movie gets chugging along, I'm buzzed
0: yeah and it's always not a nice reminder of like okay we have this in ridiculous back catalog of movies that we want to see that are done but also there's an insane amount of movies that are being filmed and have been filmed and obviously yeah we discussed scream um or scream five as it sucks that we have to just call it call it scream um yeah i'm just getting triggered about the name again now but yeah it was cool to see that they let's had a- from now on production. let's make a
1: vow to call it <laughs> s5 cream
0: <laughs> to call it five, yeah, I'm calling it five cream well, or five
1: cream, yeah.
0: Um, but uh, no, this one is regarding easily one of my most um anticipated movies, The Northman. Um, obviously, it'd been in the news quite a few times. Um, Robert Eggers' f- uh, third movie and it has now wrapped production on the film. Um, right. so I believe that was shooting in Iceland. Um, and yeah, we've already gone over the cast and the plot and all that stuff, but yeah production is wrapped which is great news um so we're one step closer for a, for another movie from robert i just cannot wait for this one um was this
1: the one where um scars he dropped out didn't he
0: yes it was so, so
1: this was the one where we kind of wanted it to get delayed because it might <laughs> be a chance we get bill back in it but yeah, yeah it i'm still at, still
0: hype i'm looking at the cast now and unfortunately bill's name is no longer on there and it just makes oh, me really? so sad. Yeah, yeah we've just got one Scarsgard on there now one which Skarsgard. is still great it's still than good now. it's
1: always it's always good to get a Scarsgard scars guard or Hemsworth is always good
0: <laughs> yeah but I... um but it's, it is a shame um but i'm, I'm gonna try and ignore that because i still want to just be yeah. really trying for this movie um and then last up, um, a little bit of video game news. We're going to have to put this one in here. So if you don't care about the old games, you can skip forward to our, our discussion of creep show, oh, but... but you should care about this. <laughs> yeah. This happened in the last week. and like any excuse to talk about evil dead on this podcast, you know, we will take it. And yeah, kind of at the game awards, um, we got a big old reveal of a brand new evil dead mm-hmm. video game. Um, Bruce Campbell has been teasing different voice projects for so long. Um, to the point where I would kind of just assumed they'd all come out right now because, obviously, he was talking about, you know, playing. This was after he said he retired the character. He then mm-hmm. said he'd done a bunch of voice work for different video games. And, like, there was a VR thing that came out in the last couple of years. Yeah. He was in, uh, I believe he did. I'm pretty sure he ended up being he, in War he, Combat, right?
1: Yeah, well, and he voiced his character in um, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, Dead
0: by Daylight, and he, yeah. There's been so um, much stuff that he's done with the games, and, a lot and, of mobile stuff. I think as well and
1: and it was one of those things where oh, i love that mobile game um where he made that announcement that he was going to do a video game and or video games and then all of the stuff that came out was this kind of like yeah his character in mortal Kombat in dead by daylight and i was like oh we're not going to get the evil dead game that i thought we might get from this original bruce campbell announcement but see i never
0: i never expected a big you know release of evil dead um but here we are um so yeah evil dead the game is the title right now um we got a very nice trailer kind of Mm -hmm. you know bruce talking over it i was watching this live the game awards and the second it happened i just like jumped out of my chair i was like oh my fucking god it's bruce um and and seeing this trailer was awesome um so yeah like i think there's a lot of interesting stuff here i think one of the things that i find absolutely fascinating is that we've kind of got representation from all different eras of evil dead in this video game Mm. um apart from one notable omission which we'll get to um but we do have um kelly from ash versus evil dead was in the trailer which Um, was so sick yeah which very much had the actress actresses likeness as well which Mm. is awesome yeah um we had Arthur from Army of Darkness, who I can't say yeah. I'm too familiar with that character because I've not seen Army of Darkness for a very long time. But, you know, he's in the chain mail, so he's clearly from that film. Um, yeah. And then w- the other guy was was a really intriguing one um, because people initially thought it was Eric from the Evil Dead remake um, because it was just like a dude with like long, scraggy hair and like a you know plaid shirt. Um, mm-hmm. But it's actually Scotty from the original movie, The Evil Dead. Um, and then right. obviously um ash is obviously the lead and Mm -hmm. you know it's it's young looking ash it's clearly not ash versus evil dead ash um but he does have the boomstick um you know he's missing his hand obviously so to me that very much looked like evil dead 2 um bruce um yeah so you pretty much so that's like the three original movies and ash versus evil dead represented in like the four characters that we saw in the trailer yeah um so obviously no evil dead remake um we did get like uh some some of the press releases that i've gone over as well like they talked about working with all the different companies and um evil dead from 2013 was not mentioned whatsoever in the list um kind of sony distributed that movie and there was no mention of working with sony like they mentioned like studio canal and mgm and all these other companies um yeah so, so for now it seems like that's off the case but off the table but who knows um and yeah, like the game looks great. Like there actually was gameplay in the trailer and it looked like a lot of fun. It was kind of like, it looks like you and a group of friends play as these kind of like main four characters, um, co-op experience, kind of like taking down a shit ton of demons. Yeah. Um, and I think the the only other thing that's interesting in this pre- press release, I only saw this today is that apparently it says, um, what together as a team of four survivors exploring, uh, looting crafting, managing your fear and finding key artifacts to seal the breach between worlds. Or take control of the powerful Kandarian demon to hunt Ash okay. and his friend whilst, while okay. possessing deadites, uh, the environment, and even the survivors themselves as you seek to swallow their souls. Um, so, yeah, that very much sounds different to what I was expecting. Um, mm-hmm. That sounds like potentially that's just one of the modes. Um, yeah. That's something that yeah, it could I could be don't... a dead
1: by daylight. You yeah. Know. or whatever it was called
0: yeah exactly and like uh, you know dead by daylight exists and and does that well and ash is in that game as well so i don't really need that from this game like i'm definitely looking for more like just mess around with my friends and kill a bunch of deadites um yeah and it it looks really awesome and i think the other thing as well is like it looks pretty big budget as well for like evil dead we're not talking about some small reset it it looks nice
1: it looked decent and like mm-hmm. yeah i i just need my boy pablo to show up i know 100 um, percent like he has to- know, now, now we've got kelly like we need pablo
0: yeah uh, and then like all the different ashes of course like i need i need my ash from ash versus evil dead as well <laughs> yeah. i yeah. feel like
1: we'll get that though like I'm oh yeah not, not so worried about that um there'll be a million Bruce skins yeah. but yeah like i need i need i need my pablito
0: yeah 100 um but yeah it sounds great it says also there's multiple locations including of course the infamous cabin in the woods more than 25 mm. different weapons um in a variety of skill trees grow stronger survive and it says yeah fun co-op pvp experience so mm. um and yeah no release date on this one it's coming to all all major platforms like next gen and old gen um so yeah man i cannot wait like <laughs> i really did not expect this in the slightest um mm. I, I don't i should say as well like i don't know the the developer um I've lost it here now, but they've not really done anything. Oh, so it's uh, Saber Interactive who apparently made the World War Z video game um, right. behind this one. Uh, not a game I've played. Um, not that I'm no. familiar with it. So I couldn't possibly tell you about that. So that's the only other thing that's like, you know, this isn't from someone who I'm like aware of, but... um. I'm. I'm still from from that trailer alone and what they've said. I'm. I'm down. Me, like, I want to play this. <laughs> yeah,
1: it just looks like a lot of fun, man. Like there was. The, I mean, not not to go into, it, but there was there were two or three like decent horror looking games that got announced mm. um, in the past week. And there's definitely a, you know a couple of good things in the pipeline that that might you know that that seem like super horror as well, not just like you know mm. you know quasi impartially you know full on zombie games and stuff. It just seemed like everything that was announced was a zombie game.
0: <laughs> yeah there was there was a which, lot, I, was yeah. pretty, which I was pretty down for <laughs> um and yeah obviously like resident evil uh, eight is like on the horizon mm. as well so that'll that'll definitely like it, we're already gonna have plenty of films to talk about next year but there might actually be a case of us bringing the game chat back a little bit because obviously we don't really talk about games almost at all on the show anymore no. um you know we still game a lot both of us um but yeah especially you know Re- resident evil we're always going to talk about it. and then yeah if an evil dead video game comes out of course we're going to talk about it because we oh, love shit. ourselves a bit of evil dead um
1: and i might just play a fistful of boomstick now on the ps i know
0: like i really want to go back and see like are those games still fun because i remember got them being got so fat fun. Hair, bro. <laughs> nice <laughs> um but uh, yeah, that is pretty much it for the news this week. Um, so, yeah, before we get into our discussion of Creep Show, um, just a final call uh, to kind of what I said last week about contributions um, for mm. our best of 2020 show. Um, of course, you can hit us up on the email, on the Twitter. Uh, links are in the description of the podcast. And yeah, we want to hear from you guys like favorite movies of the year. What what has been the standout stuff for you? If you want to talk about TV or already said Kat wants to talk about some books, it's all welcome. Anything horror related. Um, we just want to celebrate, like, what are the things that people ended up really enjoying this year Um, in a very difficult year. But there was still some great stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think that's what next week's show is going to be. You know, it's it's not going to touch upon what we didn't have as much as possible. It's going to touch mm-hmm. upon what we have had, because we have had some great movies, some great TV releases. Mm. Um, And we'll talk about some TV now, shall we?
0: Yes, the TV definitely has definitely saved us in the last few months. <laughs> um but uh yeah let's talk about uh what the hell is the name of this special (laughs) the uh, creep show holiday special So, yeah, this is kind of, you know, we've talked about Creepshow on the podcast before. Um, Mm -hmm. So season one obviously came out last year and we kind of talked about it week to week. And then we discussed the animated Halloween special. Um, Obviously, with a lot of TV, it's always the discussion we have at the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But this week, it was really nice to just talk. We're going to just focus on Creepshow because it's been such a joy for us for the last few years. and something that i've really enjoyed and so it's nice to kind of we had a movie ready to go this week but we were like screw it it's the last show you know let's put the spotlight on creep show um definitely it's been one of the like to me one of the most fun things has happened to shudder in the last few years Um, i think so and
1: i think like the the hype has been building like when Mm. season one dropped we were obviously um wanting to check it out but kind of like well you know creep show I can't say that I, you know, I'm overly hyped for it to come back. And then watching each episode, just every week, getting more and more excited because it was just, it was just hit after hit after hit. Each Mm. each episode was enjoyable, and it was, you know, um, it it got to the point that that yeah, I was getting buzzed for each week, and then completely buzzed for season two. And then the fact that we get these two specials drop before Mm. season two is just incredible. And obviously, we. We spoke about the animated one, how exciting that was, that it was a fun departure, two really great stories with a really fun cast and really well done. And then kind of boom, we now have ourselves a Christmas special to talk about
0: yeah it is so cool that they've actually managed to put out like multiple creep show stuff this year even in the wake of obviously needing more time to finish season two Mm -hmm. um but yeah this is our um friday the 18th of december um so yeah we've kind of Mm -hmm. got to see this one a little bit early so we will be not discussing spoilers you haven't got to worry about that um Mm -hmm. and yeah i think that's pretty much everything right yeah yeah so Um, where do we start yeah
1: so um quite cool as well that this episode is written and directed by um showrunner greg nicotero which Mm -hmm. i think is really worth pointing out because kind of you know greg's talent involved and it's kind of like very prevalent when he is heavily involved um and yeah we kind of we get introduced to our i haven't actually got the lead character's name have you got what i can't remember what his name was Oh, yes. it's
0: hard to look up things when it's not out yeah <laughs> um, i'll try and find it while you give us a sort of
1: yeah but anyway our lead character um is kind of this this anxious guy that that's looking for for kind of um he, he he's kind of having these blackouts and fearing what he does during these blackouts and um seeks help from a um kind of unusual support group shall we say it's kind of you know these kind of you know um uh illness or alcoholics anonymous kind of like this is a very uniquely themed support group and i, I probably will leave it at that for now <laughs> um but but um i think kind of yeah this isn't
0: on imdb so i i can't no find fair, it. play, fair <laughs> play it's
1: fine it's fine let's call him guy man um <laughs> So... I'm trying to
0: think, like, surely at some point they shout it. I'm like, racking my brain. Oh, he d-
1: introduces himself. It's a, su- a support group. Yeah,
0: he literally uh... in the
1: episode will have said, "Hi, my name is Nick." <laughs> like, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's not name I don't know.
1: <laughs> Let's call him Nick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think um, f- for me, yeah, like I mean, it's a that's a very brief synopsis you're getting from me there because I think mm. um, it's very difficult because. I went into this as always not knowing a lot. And and I feel like with this, the joy I got from it as the episode unwrapped is something that I think kind of going into this, not knowing a lot is good. And the fact that we are putting this up technically as a preview, I kind of want to keep it quite under wraps and hope that we can get a listener uh, into it from what we've seen and, not, and, and then they can kind of have some of these surprises like I did because it was a fun ride. I think... Um, for me creep show has like just nailed what it needs to do but this episode um instantly jumps into the action it instantly it's got a you know it's got a wacky idea and and but it instantly just throws you into that world it throws you into the rules and it just gets going and and you know it, you're either on board for the ride or you're not and with creep show so far i i'm i've been on board for the ride Mm. and i was for this episode i i i really thought the acting was good as well straight away like i instantly liked our lead there's a couple of recognizable faces there's um actress who i always remember from true blood i can't think of her name now oh, Camp. yeah yeah she's brilliant um, i wondered not, if that was
0: her from true blood
1: yeah no, and she's been in like uh like pitch perfect and non yeah. stuff. she's been in a couple of more horror things as well but but yeah i always remember from true blood uh God, that show. It's so good. Um, and yeah, um well acted from the start, but also just it knows like how to be wacky and how to to kind of show its budget constraints, but in a way that's still fun and enjoyable, and it's just a th- enjoyable throwback. You know, there are some zany effects in this move, in this, in this short. There are also things that they had to kind of get away from. The whole kind of just slides with the comic book and how things transition to the comic book it's just beautiful I just love it Mm -hmm. like I I I just love I think kind of yeah for me this was a super fun Christmas special we we do start to get um you know when, when I was kind of you know I don't really think this is a spoiler but like a little bit into it I was thinking I don't really know why this is a Christmas special and then they, they, they turn it towards (laughs) it. And, and, you know, by the end of it, you really get to see why this is a Christmas special. And that payoff was fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah, I, I just had a, I just had a great time. Um, I think kind of, you know, um, like I say, they just nail what they're setting out to achieve. Do what, do I want this from feature movies? No. Do I necessarily want this zany thing all the time? no now Creepshow show has got that do i want that from Creepshow show all the time yes definitely it's fantastic and and i i can't wait to see more of it mm. you know they they've got that 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 spot that i didn't necessarily know i was missing they've created and filled and it's fantastic
0: mm um yeah it is, it is obviously a difficult one to talk about with because we're trying to be careful of spoilers so mm-hmm. it obviously won't be as long a conversation as some of the ones we have um i i, I didn't watch the trailer as well like obviously prior to watching this no. and I, I usually like to watch the trailer afterwards to then see like okay what are they putting out there um because the trailer is out but i didn't watch that either so i can't no. I, so yeah to to avoid you know spoiling anything we'll keep this very brief but um yeah. Yeah, I pretty much echo those thoughts. I think my my absolute favourite thing about Creepshow is what you said of, like, they... it ha- this, sh- this show has a clear identity already. Yeah. Um And I think that was what... You know, coming off the back of season one, I thought it was a really good first season. I thought it had its points where it was a little bit too long in the tooth and not every segment worked. But the overall overall sense was like they're on to something here and mm. when it worked it worked really well and so that was why even though like i didn't love season one i really liked it but i was really really excited for season two because i could tell that there was this upward trend of like right they have their feet underneath them now and they know what they're doing with this and mm. to me already seeing the animated special for halloween and now this christmas special i've been completely justified in that thought because i think they've both been better than anything in season one um and i've absolutely loved them. Both um i would say that like my my only criticism of this episode and this would be more a fear going forward than it was actually of this episode would be the runtime. Um, because this was uh 45, yeah, minutes, 45 for,
1: minutes, yeah.
0: For one story, um, which is obviously very different to what we've had so far. Like season mm. one was all two stories as well as the animated special. So and so this was the longest time we've spent on one story. And again, in, in you know, in the sense of the normal podcast, I would say it wasn't really an issue. Like there's obviously there's so many times when run times get out of control, and this definitely isn't one of them um but going forward i think i wouldn't want it to be this way and i don't think it will be
1: i don't this this has very much been touted as a special and as a special with a longer runtime i'm okay with and i think it worked for this episode
0: yeah, exactly. So it's like it's something that I am fearful of. If they if they said you know oh yeah the next season six episodes and each one's forty five minutes and it's only yeah. one story I'd be like oh damn it. Um, but I don't think they'll change the format. I think it, like I think you're right that it was just for this. Um, but yeah, like it's. <sighs> I think they nail kind of, you know, you're talking about Greg's involvement. I think that's mm-hmm. what's so exciting with this show is that like they, they're bringing back an era of horror that I, that I feel like for so long was like long gone. Mm. And like, the there's been so many people that try to capture those old types of horror movies. And the, you know, there's so much, obviously nostalgia surrounding all of that stuff. And we see movies like Terrifier that I think do a great job of like capturing this time mm-hmm. and a place for the horror film. But I think Creepshow show does such a good job of like, when I was watching this, I was like, man, this really does just feel like it fell out of a, like a time capsule, you know, from the eighties because it's so kind of like silly in its approach and it knows what it is and it leans into it at all times. Um, and then like obviously not going into specifics, but like consistently this shows kind of use of special effects and practical effects. Mm. Um, and like creature design has just been so good and it kind of really ranges from like the, oh my god this thing is so silly and hilarious to also oh this thing's like really repulsive and scary looking and like really sick um so there's just so many aspects to like that that i really enjoy and it's always like going into each episode you never know what's going to be the thing that they like created to see on screen um and that was very much something that excited me in this episode because they they tease a lot early
1: on um yeah, and I uh, really didn't think we were going to get the payoff. Yeah. You want, you get the payoff and then some.
0: Yeah, like I was so happy with that, because I, I do think the episode did start a bit slow, and I think that was mainly due to, obviously, the longer run time, where mm. it's like we, we, we get told a lot of things without seeing anything, and clearly that's because they want the second half of the episode to be where all the excitement is, mm. um, and they don't want to kind of, like, show their hand too early. And so I think in the long run it paid off because yeah. that last sort of 15 to 20 minutes was just so goddamn exciting. And like all the craziness that they were throwing at us. But I did think that in the first, like, you know, the first quarter of the show, I was like, Oh, they're, they're talking about so many cool things here that I want to see. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, like I completely agree with you that like we got it and then some, so yeah, I was still happy with that. Um, And yeah, like I loved how Christmassy this felt, like especially mm. with the lore of what they go into and kind of like, Again, like I would have loved even more of that in the show, but like there's a there's a there's a part in the episode where they're kind of like explaining what's going on and how it really ties into these old kind of like Christmas stories
1: mm. and,
0: and like right, what makes this story unique to this time of year and unique to Christmas and why is you know, you know, why is
1: this happening specifically yeah, this, at Christmas? This is firmly a Christmas special and this is something that I would like to slap on at a Christmas going forward. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it was just like it, it was such a hilarious concept, and and this was one like throughout the episode you mentioned it as well. They did such a good job of throwing up the kind of, um, comic book sort of, kind of stills on the screen mm-hmm. as like really good transitions, and I love that. That was such a good choice in this episode. Yeah. And I hope they do more of that. Um. But that, that, there's kind of like, you know, a scene where they're like explaining all this cool Christmassy stuff and lore and and making it like really horror based. And we're seeing that through the visuals of the, of the Mm. kind of like cartoon stills. And I was like, man, this is so cool. Like, I would definitely like, I would read this because it's just, it's so exciting to me. Um, and, yeah, like, I had a blast with it. Like, I mm. laughed a lot in the finale. I thought, like, all the payoff was there. Because, mm-hmm. um, cause, yeah, you get to a point where you have all the characters together and you kind of, like, wait in for the big thing to happen. Um, And and it does start to get to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm really worried if this isn't going to deliver. And then thankfully mm-hmm. it did. And it was, yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Loved the creature design. It was really well acted as well. It was just a fun special.
1: And like, it was just a really fun, really out there horror story. Yeah. You know? Um I've really think, not seen
0: too many things like this, which I think is so cool.
1: No, and I think that's what I, I really love about it, is like like you said, it, it really captures that um that uh eighties vibe in in stuff that we really don't get to see that often. You know, this just kind of really, like you say, zany out there idea, you know. I think kind of um the the Tales from the Crypt kind of Christmas special was one that for us had always kind of been in our head. Mm. And, and we always kind of touched on to and this is like as out there as that and just kind of like just this really zany fun idea and I think kind of the format of these anthology shows that's what it should be like I don't like they, they one of the episodes was quite a serious one from the last season that was kind of I can't remember exactly the specifics but I remember it was kind of like touching on quite a lot of serious issues and I kind of mm. it was still a good episode but I kind of felt like I don't I don't want Creep Show to do that a lot. I think the whole point of Creep Show is to be this throwback zany and not not always laugh out loud funny, but just kind of a crazy out there idea. You know, you're you're a you know, you're a vampire stuck on a spaceship, you know, and it's just like, okay, bosh, go. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just want yeah. and I just want like that sort of crazy stuff where they're just throwing thing ideas at the wall and it's these crazy things that you won't necessarily see because Obviously, you can take a risk for a 20-minute segment more than you can a feature movie, and it's just like, yeah, a vampire in a spaceship might suck, but give it an idea. See what I did there? (laughs) But give it a chance, and, and, you know, who knows? And and I think that's kind of what they do. Like, this is something where they kind of threw this zany idea out there. It really might not have worked, but having someone like Greg write it and direct it, and then, yeah, the actors they had in and everything, it it was just stellar. You know, I, I really thought it was great yeah i
0: completely agree and it's, i almost wish like maybe we can touch upon it next week when it's already out but like mm. I, I genuinely love what this story is about like the mm. kind of the, the yeah. way they tie the shape and stuff with kind of like what the main fret and the main villain of the episode is mm-hmm. tying that all together perfectly with christmas as the backdrop oh, it just works it just works so well
1: like i'm already thinking now about the finale and i want
0: to watch it again like it was yeah, that fun i i, I, I want
1: to watch this again already Mm. And and I think it was like like you say it was when they when they tethered it to Christmas and yeah. started to tell you what this world was and the mythology. I I loved it so much. It worked. It was just so funny and and, and not not even just so funny, just so clever and so just out there. And we're mm. just like a fun, you know. It's why I like horror. You know, it, it really is. You know, this was the stuff that got me in. You know, watching Freddy Krueger you know and 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 just kind of seeing these zany dream creations and it's like that's you know i i i love seeing that now and yeah it's just it's just hard to come by and yeah creep show really does capture it
0: yeah to, to me this was like the best written episode of Creepshow show so far um yeah. and i think it was there was so much in there that like you could extrapolate upon this where it was like if we get to this time next year after season two and they wanted to do like a holiday special follow-up with some of these themes i'll totally be down for it
1: oh yeah yeah like,
0: i would love to see more of this world but um yeah and i think that's like when you have someone like greg involved where obviously yeah he do mm-hmm. he did the writing and directing but then like the creature stuff as well it's just like he's one of those dudes that just can seemingly do it all um and he's kind of like I. I'm so happy that he's found his role with this show because obviously he's been do- doing so much stuff with The Walking Dead. um But obviously, I don't watch The Walking Dead for a very long time, and so like I, I feel like I've been missing out on on his kind of involvement and his his touch on the genre because I think he brings so much to the table. Like this man has been around for so long. He has literally worked with everyone you could possibly want to work with in the horror genre, and he's yeah. always taken the best parts from all these amazing minds that he's worked with mm. over the years and so he's at a point now where he can just make absolute mad shit like this work um mm. and work in a crazy format in a holiday special and on, a, on a a, a streaming platform
1: that's why i think creep show is perfect for him because yeah. he has all these influencers and he he can like tune into you know uh you know do an episode that's similar to Alien, do an episode that's more Friday the 13th, do one that's whatever, you know, and it's just kind of like, you know, he can, he can go into those, those roles and kind of yeah deliver on it all in this anthology manner and kind of give his approach to it all. And, and yeah, yeah. I, I, like I say, I'm, I'm so pumped for season two now. I'm just so yeah. pumped. Yeah, I know. I
0: hope at least in the in the in the next coming months we do at least get a release date. Mm. um I like that they don't mess around with these things because yeah, we didn't know about either of these last two specials until like about a month before release. Mm. Um so they and they so they probably will just be like season two's coming, here's a trailer and it's out in a couple of months, which is really exciting. Um
1: Yeah, and they're not even doing it with like the, the, the press releases or anything, mm. are they? Like even the, the stuff that we get press wise, it's not yeah it's not like that much ahead and I think it's good to the, you know, mm. it, I, I like it being this kind of just quick and you've got it because at the mm. end of the day, it's 20 minutes, you know, this is yeah. 45 minutes. If we'd have been, if we'd have been pumped for this for two months, I, you know, it's a bit different. Whereas like, mm. yeah, like just throwing this on and like for someone listening to this podcast, you know, the fact that it's available probably when you're listening to it or within a couple of days, like you just get to throw this on and have a great time and that's what it should be. It shouldn't be this, oh you know season two is coming you know it's not it's not stranger things where they want to announce it a year ahead of time it's just like Mm -hmm. no tell me when it's a month away or a couple of weeks away even and and i'm gonna be pumped
0: yeah for sure um so yeah i I think it pretty much goes without saying but uh would you recommend this for people to watch over christmas
1: oh hell yeah you gotta watch it over christmas like i think this is like i say i'm i've really been enjoying my horror christmas stuff and like yeah this this was just great
0: yeah i completely agree like th- this time of year this is absolutely perfect um i think this is one of the best things that the shutter have released to date um which says a lot because they've gone from strength to strength for the last few years but i think this is up there it's definitely worth checking out uh, over mm-hmm. the holidays yeah it's it's awesome man like it's i i think it's a really good entry point as well where it's like if you maybe watch like one episode of creep show and fell off this is like to get you back in, I think this is a great one. Um, you know, I don't know if, if going back over season one after this is like the best idea, but I think this is awesome enough to be like oh you know maybe you're on the fence about season two like this is the perfect entry point to be like because because i think if you love this you'll be in the same position with us where you'll be excited for more but if you don't like this then then creep is just not for you and that's fine yeah because
1: um, i think this is like as good as creep show can get like yeah. prove me wrong creep show but like this 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 and like if if it continues to be this good i'm i'm ecstatic but you know this this delivers on everything that i want creep show to deliver on
0: yeah that's i completely agree to me this is like the yardstick of like this is creep show now and i just want it to continue to be like this um so yeah it's it's a great time man i'm glad we got to have something really awesome to to end the year on which is always nice
1: Um, me too man and i'm glad as well that like we've thrown the spotlight on creep show because we've mm. talked about it in lots of episodes but it's never had its name in the Mm. episode kind of title and i really think that you know as these TV shows do become more prevalent to us, it's nice to mm-hmm. give them that, that kind of, you know, we finally got to give American horror story a bit of a bit of a run and kind of some other stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that we can now do it with creep show.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, that was our discussion of the creep show holiday special. Uh, we would take a short break and we'll be right back.
1: This is Richard break. Grab your fucking popcorn. You're listening to super horror bros. so yeah
0: just kind of rammed out this last regular show of the year um which is still so crazy to say out loud um Uh But yeah, hopefully you guys would have been following along with us our saga over the last few weeks um, oh. with a little show called The Mandalorian. Um, and we, because... you know,
1: we knew that talking about it every week was going to pay off. <laughs> we, we, uh, Spoiler alert, I, we did not know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm i so happy now because obviously we love the show so much. It yeah. has completely, you know, taken over our lives over the past seven weeks. And I think, you know, it's bled onto the show a very small way because we're very much aware that I know a lot of people won't care about it. But yeah. I'm so glad that we have documented our love for this show and how much it's meant to us. Because... because I
1: feel now that, like, even if someone who's a fan of our podcast that doesn't watch Mandalorian, they will mm-hmm. appreciate the joy and excitement <laughs> we got this week <laughs> yeah So
0: what happened in the last week is absolutely unbelievable um literally mind-blowing like as i'm about to say out loud i still can't believe that it actually happened um and you haven't got to worry about spoilers this is purely about a casting so someone who an actor who was in the most recent episode um and yeah it's absolutely insane like literally out of all of the actors in the world who could be in mandalorian like this is the type of shit that if we just said it on the show as a joke it would have been yeah. like so outlandish that like it would have just been like well of course that would be the greatest thing to ever happen in the history of the world but that's not the way the world works um but of course mandalorian doesn't kind of like doesn't, uh, doesn't
1: <laughs> care about the rules of the world they no. does not care that 2020 sucks no mandalorian's <laughs> like guess what the world's great and we're gonna give you great stuff
0: yeah they somehow do it and yeah the, in the last week they gave us the, the one and only richard break in an episode of the mandalorian
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um not just in an episode of Mandalorian, a main part of the episode, a main villain in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I was going to say
1: full full Richard in Star Wars. Yes. You know, it's not he is not playing a, a different character than what we're used to. He is full Richard in Star Wars
0: yeah classic kind of his horror villain soliloquies that he does so well um is on display as an Mm -hmm. imperial officer um it was just i I still can't believe it like i genuinely i think i'm struggling to get the words out because i'm like i cannot believe uh, that this guy yeah it it was like honestly like i you know i wish you would have seen my reaction because i I just could
1: (laughs) i tried like I, I tried so hard to see your reaction but there wasn't a way that i could like get in front of you without you realizing how hype it was and i didn't want to get you over hyped eva yeah. like i was i was in such a difficult situation
0: my, ha- my hands are sweating just thinking about it now yeah. but yeah it, it was like yeah every week we have our own little moments where we get hyped for mandalorian but yeah i just, i just cannot believe this and the fact that it was so good and i'm just i'm so happy for so many different reasons like I'm so happy for Richard, first and foremost. Yeah. I think he deserves it so much. And I think the fact that he did such a good job um, and just seeing the outpouring of love, you know, yeah. f- from the fans has just been so incredible to see. Um, And then, like, for us personally, I just cannot believe this. Like, I think when you think about the Venn diagram of, like, Richard Brake and Mandalorian fans, yeah. I don't think there's anyone who's bigger than us <laughs> in terms of those two specific things right now. No, and, and like... Well, i just can't believe it I, I genuinely can't whoever was in charge of this whoever's the casting director whoever who casts at disney i love you so much and i can never thank you enough for this moment um, i feel
1: i feel like at this point richard was just listening to the podcast and was like i'm gonna do these guys a favor i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna audition for this
0: oh i just can't i can't believe it honestly we're like,
1: we're, we're one we're also like one step closer to him as freddy krueger somehow
0: yeah <laughs> it gets his know. name out there yeah um It's just, like, he's had such an insane career when you think about, like, he's obviously known for the horror stuff, which is what we love him the most for. But, like, he's been in Star Wars. He's been in Game of Thrones. He's been in... He's been
1: in Nolan Batman.
0: Yeah, Nolan Batman,
1: and he's in the MCU as well. like.
0: I don't, is there any other act in the world who has those four on his cv
1: like there's not yeah there's not many that have that of section, like of, of <laughs> star wars marvel you know and and, and you know dc and mm. everything like that and yeah and
0: then yeah, being I'm like, a like in the horror like, genre as well
1: well yeah but like even that even that aside which is the bit that we home on to yeah mm. the fact that you know like goddamn game of thrones as well like yeah. you know just like all of that stuff it's it is wild like he could go to any nerd convention on the planet sit at multiple booths and be like yeah i i deserve to be here (laughs) i think
0: that's the thing is like everyone knows his face now i think from so many different things and Mm -hmm. it's like you know there'll be so many different people that you know people like us that know him from loads of different stuff and love him but there'll be people yeah exactly but um uh, you know we've seen it with so many films on the podcast as well which has been great but yeah like there's going to be people that like now this is their introduction to Richard mm-hmm. Brake and it was just such an awesome role to like see on the screen like i mm-hmm. just i'm so happy man like this this week has been like i really hope this is the the energy that we take into 2021 um Mm -hmm. because what a goddamn episode you know creep show is just a delight mandalorian continues to blow my mind anyway you know in terms of it as a tv show is one of the best i've ever seen let alone when like our favorite actor rocks up and just completely kills it (laughs) as well like this whole week has just been uh, awesome in the very best way um
1: so can yeah, I, can I just put out one more small plea to create to make the dream fall? Go for if it. If you're listening, Lego, please give me a Richard <laughs> Break uh, mini figure. Yes, <laughs> I want. I, I just want to put it out there because it might happen. Good mm, things seem could. to happen if we put it out there. So, no, you're absolutely that's, right. That's what I want.
0: You did the right thing. Like all you got to yeah. do is ask, and, yeah, like. I mean, at this point, like surely Lego are just making characters of everyone, right? So, I mean, like, I mean, there's I a don't... hell of a
1: lot that that do. So, I mean, no one is more deserving than uh, than uh, what was his name, Valen uh, hess I think. Yeah. Oh, why do we not know this? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it Valen Hess. Yeah, yeah, Valen Hess. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just can't, I can't believe it. I'm just I'm now looking at the screenshot again and I'm like oh my god it's Richard break <laughs> in the Mandalorian it just puts a yeah. smile on my face I just love it so much
1: yeah I'm um, gonna watch I'm gonna watch creep show special and that episode of Mando again when we finish yeah. this podcast It'll be nice
0: we <laughs> may as well man it's just it's just yeah. all good times and so yeah Though, like
1: those two things is what I'm remembering 2020 for that's next week's show sorted
0: listen there's a, there's a lot of different awards that we've got to give out next week and there has been some very late fro- front runners shall we say for some of these awards. <laughs> I mean, it's um, going to be
1: outlandish when we give Mandalorian TV show of the year.
0: Why is that outlandish?
1: <laughs> because we're a horror podcast. Who cares?
0: <laughs> we make the rules, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so good. Um but yeah, I, I yeah, I just can't wait for next week now. and This was such mm-hmm. an awesome episode. Um yeah. but yeah, that was episode two hundred and twenty-seven where we discussed a creep show holiday special. Uh thanks for listening, as always, and we'll see you again very soon.
1: See you later, everyone. My veins and because I never could. How could I start that? i